Hello and welcome to the Valor Christian Academy Bible Study. This unit, we will be working through VCA's tagline, Standing Firm in Truth, Stepping Forward in Faith. Each week, we will work through the biblical implications of each word before moving back to see how the statement envisions a cohesive whole that helps to give a motivation to the heart behind the school. This week, we will be looking at truth. Let's dive in. In today's society, truth is a funny thing to talk about. People operate under the philosophy of live your truth, or say things like, what's true for you is true for you, but what's true for me is true for me. And our media is often accused of reporting on an issue before the whole story comes out, and once corrections have been made, the damage is already done. People have believed what they were told first, regardless of how true it may or may not be. Truth, regrettably, has been stripped of all of its meaning and replaced with a more digestible definition, more along the lines of whatever makes you happy. Before I go on, I want to make something clear. I'm not saying pursuit of personal satisfaction or fulfillment is inherently wrong. Where it becomes a problem is when people try to exalt these pursuits to an ultimate truth. As difficult as it might be for many people to accept, objective and observable truth exists. Not only is our world full of observable truths and events, must ultimately be understood as having had happened in one way, truth is also a person, and that person is Jesus. Today, we are going to walk through what it means that Jesus and truth can be synonymous, and what it means for our life. Today, there are three things that I want to talk about in regards to truth. First, truth is a person to know. Second, truth is an ideal to strive for. And third, truth is a reality to rest in. In John 14, Jesus explains that he is preparing to leave his disciples. In the last chapter, John 13, he explained that he was about to be betrayed. The disciples are no doubt confused and frustrated by this revelation. He tells them that he is leaving to prepare a place for them. And Thomas naturally asks, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? From this question, Jesus explains to the disciples, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him, and you have seen him. As the author of Hebrews explains, Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. These statements about Jesus should help us think of him both as someone who has gone before us and made the path possible for us to travel along, and walks alongside us as a companion to comfort, strengthen, and help us when we need it. If you're like me, you enjoy going on hikes. Whenever I'm out, I think about all the people who came before me and made this path possible, particularly the person who did it first. Imagine that person walking with you th along this hike, explaining their thought process for why and how they made this trail. They probably know the trail by heart and could tell you every detail about it to make your journey as good as it could possibly be. This is the imagery I think Jesus is going for when he calls himself the way, truth, and life. He made the way to God possible and helps us every step of the way. The truth is the focus on the correct path to follow. No deviation, 
no doubts. The path takes us straight to where we need to be. Truth is not just limited to the person of Jesus, however. Because the world is fallen, truth is distorted and warped until it becomes something unrecognizable. God makes his concern for truth abundantly clear throughout the first five books of the Bible as he gives the Israelites his law. The ninth commandment tells people not to lie. In Deuteronomy 24 and 25, ties telling the truth to God's deep concern for human life and its inherent value. Lying can harm a person's identity, and therefore their whole life. Honor and dignity belong to all people, and the truth should be utilized to affirm that in all people. If God is incapable of lying, we should strive for the same thing. How wonderful would it be to know that our words are trusted no matter the circumstance, and how wonderful would it be for those around us to know that every word that comes out of our mouth is an affirmation of who God has made and is making them to be. Truth matters, and when you speak truth in your words and actions, people notice and grow through it. Finally, truth is a reality to rest in. It can be hard to seek out truth in our age, and I'm sure we've all had experiences where we see people say something that is simply untrue. But no matter what we do, we cannot convince them to change their stance on an issue. The good news in all this is that truth will one day come to light in every situation. C.S. Lewis says, The truth is like a lion. There comes a point where we do not need to defend it. Instead, we need to simply let it out of its cage. When the world throws all its lies our way, truth, the person of Jesus, steps up to remind us what truth is. We look forward to the day when all broken things will be restored. We look forward to the day when the things in the dark will be brought to light. And we anticipate it knowing that God will be the one who accomplishes the work. The lion is out of his cage and he will make truth the reality for all people. We can rest in it, trust it, follow it, and maintain it, because Jesus has done the work before us. This is what it looks like to stand firm in truth.